welcome back to my podcast starring Milana. I am your host, Milana, and that is the 15th time I've said this because this is episode number 15, and it is my last episode for a little while. Um, Don't be sad, young grasshoppers. I shall be back. I will explain to you all about my hiatus um, in the Dropping Jump segment, but I am going on a little hiatus. Um, Yeah. We'll get to it. But in the meantime, if you're listening on the podcast apps, please make sure to subscribe, leave a rating and a review. And there's a visual to this podcast. Visit youtube.com forward slash starring Milana. Make sure to subscribe. Give this video a thumbs up. Leave a comment. Be my friend. Whatevs. And follow me on Twitter and Instagram at starring Milana. So if this is your first time here, um, and this happens to be the first episode you're listening to, welcome, love you so much. Go back to episode one. You'll love it. It's still relevant, I promise. Um, We have three segments on this podcast. The first one is BTS, where I give you a preview of my past week and we catch up. And the second one is called Talkworthy, in which we pick a few things going on in the media and try to offer a different perspective. And the last segment that we have here at Starring Milana is called Dropping Gems, in which we pick a topic of the week and drop a few gems. And I have to tell you, the topics are pretty fucking interesting. Um, you know, we've talked about in the past 15 episodes, I mean, everything like, should you go to college? Can women have it all? Um, what else do we talk about? Faith. Faith. Oh, by the way, if you are confused as to who I'm always speaking to, if you're new here, welcome again. I am speaking to my producer, Lena, who we should probably get a mic for um, at some point in the next few episodes because she always tries to chime in and then you guys can't hear her talking shit, so I just sound like I'm talking to myself. Um, and I look crazy. So, Lena, thank you for being here again, darling. All right, guys, so we're just going to get into it. Let's get into the BTS. Uh, idiot number two. You're probably confused. Let me explain to you what idiot number two is. So for those of you who don't know, I do have a day job. I know. It's really hard to believe because I'm so great. I can't believe uh, no one's paying me to do this full-time yet. Shocking. But I do have a full-time job. Um, Well, we have a master calendar at work. And I guess somehow my calendar and my phone kind of linked to the master calendar. And I was looking and I was uh, typing in... For next week, I was typing in like a meeting that I had and I saw that it said idiot number two's birthday. Y'all don't know who idiot number two is, but I do. That is an ex-boyfriend of mine. Why is he idiot number two? Let me explain. Why is his birthday still in my phone? Let me explain. Um, I dated someone and he did some shady shit to me and he became idiot. He just became idiot. In my phone, he was idiot. Then following him immediately, I happened to date another guy who did some shitty shit. So I was like, damn, I already have an idiot in my phone. So why don't we just name him idiot number two? I never changed his name in my phone. He's been idiot number two this entire time in my phone. And every year, his birthday rolls around and it says idiot number two. And I just never delete it because I think it's fucking hilarious. So this year, my calendar is now, in, my calendar and my phone was in my fucking work calendar, and I was like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. Idiot number two, everyone's probably wondering who the fuck is idiot number two, and I look like a crazy person for having anyone named idiot in my phone. Um, so I quickly had to remove that from the calendar. But idiot number two, happy birthday next week. If you're listening to this, you know who you are, because you know that your birthday's next week. Happy birthday, sweetie. 
Hope you're living a good life. So I haven't talked about this part of my life yet. I mean, kind of. I am mildly lactose, so I drink like almond milk and soy milk with my coffee. Um, what are you laughing at, Lena? You're mildly lactose intolerant. Yeah. You just said I'm mildly lactose. People know what mildly lactose is, don't they? Why, who do I have to say intolerant to? The people who can't think outside the box? She's telling me I have to say, okay, are you guys that basic that you don't know that mildly lactose means mildly lactose intolerant? Does lactose mean something else that I don't know? This is like an ingredient in milk. So you're saying, basically you're saying I am milk. I'm mildly milk. <laughs> oh, I'm mildly milk. Oh, bitch, I'm not milk. No, no, I'm not milk. I don't like that shit. Uh, I'm mildly lactose intolerant. So, um, yeah, almond milk and soy milk, right? Well, I had, I went to New York. A while ago, and I had an oat, oat, oats, oat milk latte. It was fucking phenomenal. And every time I go to a, a coffee shop, I'm like, do you guys have oat milk? Do you guys have oat milk? I've been asking every time I go. And most places here in LA say no. A lot of places have it, but most places, a lot of places have it, most places don't. Okay, y'all know what I'm saying. Some places have them, some places don't. Anyway, um, I found a coffee shop that has oat milk. And actually, I, it was great. The fucking cappuccino was fabulous. I get a cappuccino. That's like my drink right now. Whether it's hot or ice, that's kind of what I'm drinking. I um, actually go to Starbucks on purpose and ask them if they have oat milk. I know they don't have oat milk, but the more you say it, they're going to tell their managers, like, hey, people have been asking for oat milk. And then they're going to send that up to corporate. Because I know because I used to work at Jamba Juice. So when people would ask us for things that we didn't have, I would, like, mention it in the monthly meetings. And then we got it. So uh, keep bugging fucking Starbucks people for oat milk because it's way better. It's, like, thicker. I feel like almond milk and soy milk are kind of watery. Oat milk's a little thicker. I love it. Um, hate hemp milk. That's disgusting. Who drinks that? Ear piercings. Hello. I want another one. Okay, so I have... Uh, Two on each ear, okay? I want a third one um, on one ear. I was going to do three on both ears, but, like, I just want to be a little abstract. So I'd rather get a third one just on my right ear because my hair is, like, always pulled back on this side, you know? Um, hashtag behind the ear. If you're watching on YouTube, you can understand what I'm saying. But why the recent change? Well, because I'm a fucking Gemini. That's the only way I can explain it. I get bored so easily right now. I'm so bored with my life. Um, <laughs> look, last time I was this bored, I fucking cut my hair, okay? Honestly, I have been so bored with my life that I'm like, what can I do for years? I dyed my hair. I got layers. I like trim my hair. It was always about my hair because that's like really the only thing I can change that I know will come back and it'll be okay. You know, it can't get a face tat, right? Um, I mean, we could get plastic surgery, but that's probably not going to go back. So that's unfortunate. Anyway, so my hair was a thing for a while. And then I was like so bored at one point that I was like, I'm chopping off all my hair. And now I can't believe I used to have long hair. When I look back at old pictures of myself with long hair, I'm like, ew, I look like a witch. I don't know how else to explain it. You guys know those like Halloween costumes, like the witches with the wigs? Like it looked like a witch. It was so bad. Like, and the thing is, I don't really know how to do my hair. Like I'm not a hair girl. And I had hair up to my butt, and I definitely didn't know what the fuck I was doing with it. It was frizzy. It had no volume because it was so long and, like, heavy that it just, like, just, like, took all my the volume out of it. I mean, it was whack. And people, like, didn't really tell me what to do to fix it. Nobody was helping me. People were like, this is how you should do your hair. I'm not going to do it. So, like, what else can I do? Like, should I get a perm? Anyway, it came to a point where I chopped all my hair off, and I'm so happy, and I love it. And I hope this, like... 
Not that not that the short hair ever like really goes out of style. There's like there's different like forms of the haircut, but I hope it always stays in. You know, I hope it doesn't become like what's a hairstyle that really like was like wow, I can't believe you had that. The mullet. Like I hope it never becomes the mullet cuz like then I can never I have to grow my hair back out, which is really tragic. Um so anyway, I've been bored. I cut my hair. This time I'm bored again and I'm getting that like itch, like I need to do something, like I really need to find something new like am I gonna dye my hair am I gonna get highlights like no don't want to so I decided to get a piercing maybe that's what we'll do to uh celebrate this wrap up this wrap up yep okay we're gonna get an ear piercing I don't know where to get pierced speaking of piercings I had a piercing somewhere that wasn't my ears ah controversial um my belly button <laughs> oh my god my parents had no idea that I had my belly button pierced I got my belly button pierced because you know I'm a good Armenian girl and um we don't get piercings we should only have one maybe two piercings on our ears oh my god when I got my like what is this called the cuff the cartilage what is this called when I got up here pierced my mom lost her shit when she found out at a dinner it was basically like I don't even know what she said it was something to the equivalent of like like, runaway kids do this kind of stuff. Like, that's basically what she was saying. Um, so anyway, I got my belly pierced when I was 16 years old. Never told my parents. I hid that shit for five years. Five years. I was 21 years old when I took out my belly piercing. My friend, I'm not going to say her name, she got her belly pierced too, hiding it from her parents. Her dad decided to tickle her one day in the car, like, driving home from school, and he found out that she had a belly piercing. I thought it was the funniest story ever. Like, why? You got tickled, bro? And he found your belly piercing? <laughs> anyway, my parents never found out. And I feel like, and I had to take it out. Like, at 21, I feel like when you're in your 20s, like, you can't have your belly pierced. It's just, like, not a trend anymore. Like, the Britney days are over. If you like it, if you love it, it looks good on you, do you, boo-boo. That's enough of the ear piercings. Book club. Hey, guys. So, um, you know what? Let's put Lena on the spot. What page are you on, Lena? In the book. 15. What? You said you read the, f the first half. You lied. <gasps> you said you were up, caught up. How you go to church and then lie to me? I am shocked. Oh, my God. Lucy from Indiana, if you're listening to this, please get on Lena. I am sh I can't believe you. You guys, so we're in a book club of three now. Let me tell you. Let me explain this to you. We have a member of a book club who asked to join, and she said that she unfortunately doesn't have time to sit down and read, but she listens to the uh, audio book in the car. So maybe you need to listen to the audio book and catch up on this one because you're so behind, Lena. No, you won't. No. So we are um, supposed to be... So shout out to Lucy from Indiana. She's in our book club. We are a digital book club. Okay, so we talk about the book in the DMs. Well, when I say we, I say me and uh, Lucy because Lena has yet to respond about what she's thought about the book. And now she's playing dumb and didn't realize we had to be on page 173 by Monday. She's only on page 64. So you didn't even accomplish last week's readings. I'm so disappointed in you. If this is how it's going to be, Lena, you're not going to reach your five, your five gold book club. Anyway, guys, I had a comment on my YouTube video of someone asking me how they can join the book club. This is how. Send me a DM on Instagram and um, let me know if you want to join the book club. And I'll add you to the, the group chat that we have going on. And basically, every Monday, we hit a new goal to the following Monday of how many pages we're going to read. And um, we read it, and then we kind of, like, talk about it briefly, and then we read the next half. It's not that complicated. Um, this is book two. 
We should be done with this in a couple of weeks. I mean, Lena, I don't know. She might not be done till her birthday in August. Um, we should be done with book two very soon. And actually, we'll probably be finishing it up while I'm out of town. So I might be starting a third book. I don't know. But we're going to probably pick a third book together or try to roll in my eyes. Um, yeah. So that's how you can join the book club. A little too late in the game for this book because we're almost done, some of us. So um, let me know if you're interested. DM me. Another thing, so I talked about this last week. I, because I'm going on a hiatus, I kind of want to just watch some mind-numbing television, and that happens to be Real Housewives of New York, and I am now, like, almost done with season two. I've watched it so fast. You guys, I'm literally, I went into a deep, dark hole of Real Housewives of New York. I'm talking about, like, Googling ex-husbands, kids, what they're up to now. I mean, like, a deep, dark, black hole of, like, housewives drama and I should have known this was going to happen to me because this is how I always am I am watching a show and I'm like oh this is an interesting actor let me go go research about him oh I wonder who this actor is married to oh I wonder this I wonder that and so I just go into like these fucking holes and like of research but anyway loving it so far if you haven't watched it don't it's it's not worth it, but it is. I don't know how to explain it. It's fun. I'm enjoying it right now. It's probably the only one I'm going to watch. I don't think I'm ever going to start another Housewives unless it's Desperate Housewives um, series. Anyway, that's all I have for BTS. Now we're going to move on to the Talkworthy segment. I just want to start off by saying, um, you know, Nipsey Hussle's funeral was uh, a few days ago in Los Angeles. It was, I mean, it was insane. What a beautiful, like, homegoing celebration for him. The Staples Center was, like, packed. Um, I was at work, so I didn't go. But I watched a little bit of it, and I started crying at work. So, like, I couldn't watch anymore. Like, my whole mood just changed. But it was just beautiful. I mean, it really shows. like so. And then the, the procession, there's so many people on the streets lined up just to kind of, like, say their goodbyes. It really is just, like, a testament to, like, who he was and kind of, like, still is. I feel like his presence is still here and, and will continue to be here Um I can't really talk much about all the speeches and stuff because I didn't watch any of them except for Lauren's and that was like hard for me and a little bit of his brother's and I couldn't watch anymore. So, um, yeah, may he rest in peace and I hope that his family and his loved ones and his friends find, find peace and strength um, to deal with his loss. So, moving on to the bullshit. Wendy Williams filed for divorce. I have to tell you, I'm shocked. I didn't really see the day. I'm surprised. I thought, I mean, look, you never know. You never, you just never know from people. But I felt like she was just really in it. From the stories that I was hearing, from what like Charlemagne was saying, to me, it sounded like she was just in too deep. And it was like, it didn't matter. Like, he's done so much shit to her that like, and she never left. And I just thought that like, this wasn't going to do anything different. I mean, I've seen people, like, cheat on their significant others, get someone else pregnant, have the kid, and then still go back and have a great life. Like, I've seen this, but it's shocking to me because it's like, I don't, how do you ever trust that person again? Um, And I don't know. I mean, I just, I just, based on how broken she seemed these past few months, I didn't know if she's had this, like, I couldn't imagine having the strength to, like, actually file for divorce. I mean, I don't know if the baby was the final straw, but... Kudos to her, guys. It's like, look, she 
she's a, she was in pain. She was like struggling. I mean, like I know a lot of it has to do with her health and that's what we've heard, but you have to like wonder how much of that had to do with like the strain in her marriage. And like, we don't, we just found out about this for the past few months, but like, she's obviously known bits and pieces of it for a long time. Like, you know, when you're married to somebody, you know, these things. So I wonder how much of her health issues that she said were her health issues had to do with what was actually going on in her marriage. It's devastating. I mean, like, I can't imagine what she was going through, filming her show, getting in the car, going to a sober living house, like I guess it's a rehab, then getting back in her car, then waking up in the morning, going back to film the show, like everything was okay when it wasn't. Like, I mean, I just, I, I feel like it's, I don't know. I never, she carried her, she carried her pain very well. And I think it takes really strong, strong people to be able to carry that much pain and that much weight and then get back on camera and act like everything is okay. And then go back and deal with that at home just to come back the next day. I mean, it takes a strong person. I can't even imagine carrying all that. So I don't know. I want to send her some love. I mean, she'll probably never hear this, but just like send her some love and some peace because you know, no one deserves this. It sounds like nice. Like on paper, it sounds nice to be like partners, business partners with their significant other and like work together and like get in the car and go to work together and just like, I guess, be together all the time because that's really essentially what it is when you're working with someone and you're going home with them. But like, does it sound nice? I don't know. This like level of codependency is can be really bizarre in situations. Like, if shit goes south, like, you you never know. Like, it, it's great to say, like, I, I love this person and we're always going to be like this when you're getting married and a few years into your marriage and when you're making these decisions. But, like, after 20 years, I mean, people change. Like, it's unfortunate to say, but people change and you just never know. I don't, I, I mean, obviously it's too late in the game now, but being this tied, tied together in every aspect of your life, like, does not appear to be a good idea. Okay, moving on. Um, Magic Johnson, how abruptly did he quit his job? Shocking. What the fuck was that? What was that? Can you imagine going to work and thinking like, okay, well, after this game is over, we're gonna think about the next season. And like, yeah, you don't, you you don't even have a, uh, you don't even have a coworker. You don't even have a president to talk about next season with. I'm so shocked that he did that. I can't believe it. But you know what? I'm not even mad at him. I mean, like, it's look, it's none of our business. He's a grown-ass man. Like, he, he's a smart businessman. I'm sure that, like, he thought this through before he did this. Maybe he didn't. Maybe this is why it was so, like, bizarre. But he said that he couldn't face her. He couldn't, like, tell her to her face that he wanted to quit. And he said that he didn't want to, I think, be talked out of it. Um, so he basically just did it on camera before the game started. Jeannie Buss. Selena's like, who? Jeannie Buss. Um... What? Maybe he started working for a losing team. Maybe he's tired of working for Well, he hasn't been there that long to call it a losing team. Like, let's be clear. People are like, oh, well, the Lakers are going down and they're losing. That's why Magic Johnson quit. Like, sure, that probably has a little bit um effect on, like, the momentum. Like, of course. Like, who wants to be, like, always like, okay, what are we going to do next time, guys? Like, who wants to be struggling? Let me tell you about that fucking struggle, okay? My first year of cheering at Fairfax High School, our football team won one game. One game. We lost every game. Do you know how 
awful it was to keep doing the bounce back, lions, bounce back, lions, that fucking cheer. It's awful. Like, there's no momentum. You don't want to get thrown in the air. What am I doing a backflip for? Nobody cares. Everyone's mad. We're losing. Like, I get it. It's like the fucking Toro. What are the Toros? And bring it on. I get it. Like, I understand him too. But, like, in professional sports, like, it's a long process. Like, it takes a while. People are like, we're getting LeBron, we're going to win. Like, no, I knew that wasn't going to happen. Like, it's going to take some time to build around him. Um, And I don't know if that was necessarily the case. I don't think he was like, oh, we're losing, i got to leave. He's smart. He's an athlete. Like, he knows that it takes time. I don't think that's why. I mean, he said why. He said that he realized, like, why do I need this stress, basically? Like, I have a great life outside of this. I own very successful businesses that basically run themselves. And I don't need this. Like, can you imagine? He couldn't even congratulate, like, fellow basketball players because it seemed like he was tampering, you know? Um, Like, publicly, I mean congratulate them and I'm sure that like you know there's been a lot of talk about Luke Walton like leaving as head coach and I don't think that he wanted any parts of that whether he agreed or disagreed with it I don't know if he had the heart for it or like saying like you know just having anything to do with him being fired or quitting or whatever the case is um and you guys if you're not happy leave like I know that not everyone is blessed with the opportunity to be able to leave a job cold turkey like he did did he even give it two weeks bro Pastor Johnson, did you even give two weeks what about the two weeks notice nothing nothing he just dipped did you find a replacement like did you help anybody like did you build up an assistant like how you just gonna dip just okay anyway so um you know not everyone is blessed enough with the opportunity to be able to leave a, a job like this at any point that they want. Like, obviously he is. But because he is, like, let him. Like, this is a grown-ass, old-ass man. Like, let's be clear. This is just another stress on his life that he doesn't need. Like, why does he need this stress? Why? He has enough money. He has a family. He has a wife. And, like, go enjoy your life. And it's clear he wasn't happy. Like, when he was talking about it, he seemed, like, a little bit, like, I don't know, in distress. Like, he just didn't want to be there. And I feel like things like this at this point, like at this point of your life, at this point of your age, like it just kind of fucks with your peace. Like don't, it doesn't, he doesn't, he needs to be at peace at this point. Like this is nothing should be like affecting his peace and his health and his stress levels. So yeah, fuck it. I I feel him. He left. I would have left too. Um, another thing I want to talk about, uh, Kim K congratulations on her first solo cover of Vogue. Um, the photos are great. Uh, can I ask you guys when you guys are going to be a little more creative? You know, these comments of at least you kept your clothes on this time. Say thanks to Ray J. Like the same thing every time. Can you guys do better? It's not even funny anymore. I'm really bored. I'm really bored with reading her comments. Like when are we going to let her live a little bit? I know she's not everyone's favorite and she continues to do shit. That's kind of like, why, Kim? Why? But like, can we really, the same comments, like Ray J, we're still bringing up Ray J. Like, oh, at least she kept her clothes on this time. Okay, we know she's comfortable with her body and she likes to be naked. Next. Like, what else we got? Anyway, aside from those comments, yeah, we all heard she wants to become a lawyer. So... You know what? I'm going to take the good in this situation and say that I learned something new because in none of my fucking years of living did I know that you don't have to go to law school to become a lawyer in California. 
And to be honest with you, had I known that, I probably would have pursued that route because I'm very interested in law. I studied, I was going to be a lawyer. I studied uh, political science. I was going to go into public policy or law. And I was like, why do I want to go through this much school? This doesn't sound appealing to me. Going to law school all these years just to sit in a courtroom or not even get to a courtroom and read documents all day sounds horrible to me. So I said, no, I don't want to do it. I don't want to go to law school. And my dad said, oh, what do you need to go to law school for? You're going to be so old by the time you get out. Why? That's what he said to me. Um, so I said, you know what? I don't need to go to law school. And had I fucking known that all you, not all you had to do, but you could get an apprenticeship and like maybe hire a private like teacher or somebody to like teach you privately that you don't actually need a degree. I, hello, that's fucking great. People are so mad. People are mad that she's going to go to, she wants to be a lawyer. People are mad that she can actually have the opportunity to become a lawyer. Well, you know what, guys? Maybe if you research the fucking rules. I'm not mad because I had no idea this is a possibility. Hey, guys, it's a possibility. There's certain states in the country, okay, very few, that you can become a lawyer if you pass the bar, If you, as long as you have an apprenticeship, you don't need to go to law school. And to be honest with you, Look, I get it. Law school teaches you a lot, okay? You probably should go to law school because, hello, the bar is really hard. You're going to learn things that you'll never otherwise learn. But if there's ways to get around it, this is one of those careers that, like, why not? If you can... If you can learn on your own and you can actually pass the bar, it's fucking hard. If you can pass the bar and people are hiring you, then do you. Do you. Like, people are comparing, oh, so now I can, I don't have to go to uh, medical school to become a surgeon. No, bitch. This is a completely different tango. Like, you absolutely need to go to medical school before you're cutting, slicing somebody open. You don't know which fucking nerve is where, which, what the fuck is going to pop up when you cut somebody. Like, this is a different kind of story. I think that's one of the only fields that you probably really need to go to school for is the medical field. A hundred percent. But, I mean, it is what it is. Like, we might not like it. We might not agree with it. But... Apparently, it's a thing. We all learn something new. And um, by the way, it's also very hard to get an apprenticeship when you're not even in law school. Let's be clear. It's not easy for uh, for a law firm to want to hire you and for you to be in their fucking building. You're not even pursuing law. You didn't even go to undergraduate. Like, obviously, she's a little privileged in this area because she probably knows a lot of lawyers. That's obviously different, and I get it. But I don't know. Obviously, I would recommend people to go to law school if you want to be a lawyer. But shit, if there's a finesse, why not? Because who the fuck wants to pay those loans, huh? If you listened to last week's episode, I am uh, in no support of college loans. And I have a very strong opinion about attending college uh, universities. If you don't have money and your parents don't have money and you don't really know what you want to do and you're just getting loans for nothing, I have a strong opinion about that. You can listen to last week's episode. But... Look, if you can fucking finesse it and pass the bar, do you. Without cheating, do you. She probably, in my opinion, she might not even step into a fucking, like, courthouse. If she does, great. Would love to see it. But she might just be getting the education she she needs to get. And maybe she wants to pass the bar because she wants to learn and see if she could really do it. Maybe she's just trying to get the experience and the education because she is. she's been pursuing 
this in some sort of way or fashion in the pa- for the past few years, you know? Who knows what's going to happen, but at this point, she's just trying to educate herself. So why are we hating? Like, let's just, again, like I've said this before, she is the epitome of damned if you do and damned if you don't. You guys are never going to be happy with anything she does, whether it's good or bad. No one is ever going to be happy with anything she does. So, like, let her do what she's doing. She's not bothering anybody. Uh, she's trying to better herself. Anyway, that's all I have to say on Kim. And the last thing we're going to talk about, God, there's a lot going on this week. Um, so this interview came out of Notori Nofton. Am I saying her name right? Notori Nofton. She is the young lady that was in 3LW and now she is Tasha on the show Power. So... You know, we've heard about this before, and if you haven't, I'll just briefly explain to you. She was in 3LW, 3LW was very successful. It was uh, Notori Keeley and Adrienne Baylon, who is now on The Real, um, and has been on many things after that. But they were in 3LW together, they were becoming really successful, and then they just broke up. And over the years, we've heard some things that, like, you know, they were uh, Keeley and Adriana, is that her name? Adrian? Adrian. Um, were, like, rude to her. They were all teenagers, by the way, that were, like, mean to her, whether it was her skin color, whether it was, like, whatever. They just didn't want her in the group. Um, we've heard rumors about this for a long time. There was random rumors about them, you know, someone throwing, like, mashed potatoes and chicken and biscuits at her face, one of the members. So this was, like, rumors going on for a while, but we never really heard the full story. Um, and... Notori actually went on the reel and she, you know, spoke with Adrian there and they clarified that they had already spoken a while back and they apologized and they're okay and they're in good graces now. Um, but basically in this interview, Notori talked about, you know, her split from the LW and she said that because of their success, you know, it was working, but the adults in the situation wanted them to um, try something else. And they were saying that Notori's voice was too soulful and she was just not um, trendy right now. Uh, her look wasn't trendy, whatever that means. She was the darkest skin girl of the group and they said she wasn't trendy. So on their next album, they kind of pushed her back a little bit, gave her less um, um, gave her less of the music to sing. And I didn't know this, but actually Keely's mom was the manager of the group. Um, and the adults around them had a lot of, had a lot to do with the group breaking up. And she said that they were having an argument in a car one time. They were in, in, uh, Georgia and it was like a big suburban and in the middle of the argument, somebody, she didn't say who, I guess one of the members, she said, turned around and threw um, a plate that she was eating, I think it was KFC or Popeyes, with like chicken and mashed potatoes and all this at her face. So um, then she got out and that was, she basically said she quit and they drove off and left her in the middle of the street in Georgia. Um, Keely went, commented on it, left an Instagram video saying that was all lies and she's creating lies. You know, we've been hearing about this for a long time, and I think that Notori's been very um, straight with her story. She's she's kept the story for a while. She never went, really went into detail. This is the first time that we've heard about it. But um, whether it was true or not, one thing I will say is that the adults, like these girls were young teenage girls. And I have never been, as a, as a young person, you know, my parents were really busy when they were raising. When, when, when I was growing up, my parents were really busy. We just moved to this country. My dad was working. My mom was going back to school. You know, my grandma raised me. But for the majority of my life, I kind of learned from other people. Or I, honestly, I raised myself in regards to, um, I would say, my personality. And I would say um, the things that I was consuming and the way that I thought. A lot of it had to do with, like, just me as a, just as a person. I've always just, I don't know, just been a good-spirited person. And... 
I always ask people, like, what are your intentions? I always try to see the intentions because good people do bad things all the time. But my question is, what were the intentions behind what you did? You know, people fuck up. But what was your intent? Was your intent to hurt this person? And when I think about these girls at a young age, um, you know, having this much success and then having all these problems about like skin color and you're not pretty enough or you're, you're, you're too, you're, you're not, you know, you're talented, but not in the right ways. Just like these, these hateful conversations that they were probably having. And like that I resorted to, I had resorted to violence cause I heard in past interviews, but this also getting like food thrown at them. It kind of hurts my heart because I, I don't, I wonder how much of that was, you know, these girls and how much of that were the adults around them, which is unfortunate because kids are young and dumb and there's no excuse for that bullshit, but that's a teenager or how old they were, adults? Like, adults? How disgusting. Like, at some point in your life, like, look, adults do stupid shit too. Let's be clear. Like, just because you're older does not necessarily always mean that you're wiser, but, like, you're raising these kids. Like, don't you want to have some positive influence over them? Who allows one kid to treat another kid in this way and then just, like, think that this is okay? Didn't they, like, replace her shortly after? I don't remember what happened because the Cheetah Girls happened and they did the movie, but she wasn't in it at that point. So I don't know, but I, I just, again, just disappointed in adults. Like, just do better. Okay, guys, the Dropping Gems segment is going to be short and sexy. Um, yeah, I'm going on a hiatus. It sucks. Um, I'm like, it's bittersweet to me because I feel really good recording these episodes and um, I know, you know, I get a lot of good feedback from people and it's so touching to me that like I inspire people or they got a laugh or they cried or they this. Um, I really appreciate it, but you know, that's the sweet part and then there's just the whole bitter part and I'm not like going into detail just to complain or act like I'm crying about it, but you know, I've, I, I'm just kind of like hitting a wall at this point. Um, again, if you are new here, I work full time every day, sometimes on weekends. And, you know, I do this on the side. I record this at night. Me, it's just me and Lena. We meet, talk about content. We record and then I edit basically all weekend just to have a video and the audio out for you guys. And it's very consuming. Um and I don't mind working and like the hard work and doing all of that. That part I don't mind. It's just trying to come up with new content and topics that's kind of very draining to me because I'm at a point where I'm like editing and working and doing all this and I can't even process to think about the next episode. Um, and, you know, I always hear people say like fall in love with the process, not the result. I don't even fucking like the process right now. I fucking hate the process. Like, I don't even... I'm so far from love that I'm trying to imagine loving the process. I can't even fucking see it. Like, I can't even close my eyes and see it. Um, and I want to love the process because it's so important because if you don't love the process, it's going to become a fucking chore. You're going to hate the whole thing altogether. So I really, truly, from the bottom of my heart, want to love the process of... And I did. In the, in the beginning, I did like it and because it, it was exciting and because I already had a few things laid out. But when it got really hectic and it got really crazy, I started to hate it because I feel like, you know, I'm just like a robot. Like I'm just putting episodes out just to make sure that I have something out on Monday. And a lot of them, you know, I think are good. They're coming out as good, but they're not great. And some of them are rushed. And it's not the kind of content and work that I want to put out or that I'm actually, you know, necessarily proud of, I, um, 
you know, I went through a hard time the past few weeks with my family. It was very stressful. Um, and somehow I still released episodes. I can't even believe that I, that I, you know, put myself through all of that and was able to give content to you guys. And I'm very happy that I was able to do that because I think, you know, some of it was really interesting and, and very necessary. Um, but I'm at a point where, you know, I'm exhausted and I feel like I can't create from, from a place of like this where I am now, it's just not realistic. I, you know, I, I looked at my statistics and I have listeners from all around the world that I have people listening in 36 different states, downloading the episodes to their devices. There's people in 26 countries who listen. I mean, that to me is a, a crazy because it's only been three and a half months and I didn't think anyone besides California and Michigan was going to listen, to be honest, because that's really the only two states I know people in. And I'm just shocked, like 36 states of people. I'm, I'm so, I don't know, I'm, I feel blessed and I feel happy, but I, but I think that comes with a lot of pressure. Um, and that pressure is to do good, right, to put out good work. And I don't think that you can put out good work if you're not very well rested or clear, have a clear mind. And I don't have any of those right now. And I want to. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a hiatus as this is my last episode until June. I don't want to give an exact date because I don't want to disappoint anybody. But at some point in June, I will release um, new content and I will be obviously consistent and every week like I have been these past um, three and a half months. And, uh, you know, a lot of that has to do with the fact that I'm leaving. I'm leaving in um, a little bit for Italy and I'm going to spend uh, 16 days in Italy, which is probably going to be the most amazing experience of my life. And I'm going to give you guys the full breakdown there. I will write everything down and let you guys know because I'm sure it'll be fascinating. But I'm going to Italy. And when I come back, I have to get reacclimated. Then it's going to be uh, Memorial Day. So it's going to take a while to get back into, you know, just the groove of things. So I don't want to release an episode as soon as I come back from Italy because I'm just not going to be, again, like, clear. My mind's not going to be clear, right? I really want to restructure and regroup and come out with some really great content, just have guests for you guys. Um, and just kind of like work on myself during this hiatus. You know, I've been talking about wanting to meditate and I can't even, I don't even have a fucking minute to meditate. I meditate for two days and I stop. So I want to like really just work on myself, um, work on my, my mental health and, um, just be more prepared. I want to, I want to be prepared and I don't want to be, you know, I feel like I'm in survival mode. I feel like I'm in fight or flight mode. <laughs> I know that might sound bizarre or like a little exaggerated, but that's really how I feel. I feel like I'm like, okay, what are we talking about this week? What am I going to put out this week? Like, I don't want to be, I don't want it to be like that. I want to be prepared and excited and, um, have creative content and not rush content for you guys. So, um, I'm going to restructure, I'm going to regroup. Um, and I was, I had a hard time thinking about this hiatus. I have, you know, spoke with Lena and spoke with, uh, people that I, that I trust. And I prayed like, God, do I really need to take this hiatus? Like I, what if people like never come back and never listen again? Um, you know, like you can't, you just started, who are you to take such a long break? Um, so I was praying about it. And oddly enough, a few days later, this is a few weeks ago, but a few days later, God, um, God spoke to me through my pastor, Teray, on which he talked about, um, 
basically taking a break and like needing to take a break. Um, one of the things that he says is like we create out of the essence of ourselves, right? Um, and I definitely cannot create in the space that I am now. So I really needed that sign. Um, I'm thankful to God and I'm thankful to Pastor Teray. Um, and I just, I just really need this guys. So, um, if you listen consistently and you want to keep up with me, make sure to follow me at starring Milana on Instagram and Twitter. I will be posting all of my, um, my whole trip. I'll be posting about the book that I'm reading. I'll just be, be posting about my life to keep you guys updated. But when I come back, I will also make an announcement on my social media app, obviously. So that would be the place where you, um, will know when I'm back. And I hope that you guys stick around and come back and, um, before I, I, I leave, I want to give you guys a few a few podcasts that I listen to. If you guys, you know, need something to listen to in the meantime, um, I listen to Women Evolve with Sarah Jakes Roberts, uh, Skinny Confidential, Him and Her, um, Super Soul Sundays with Oprah is great. You can always get some inspiration there. The Good Life with Stevie and Suzanne. And if you need a laugh, The Bitch Bible is pretty fucking funny. So those are podcasts that I listen to pretty regularly. And if you just are loving my podcast and this is the first one that you've listened to, check those out while I'm gone. Um, but yeah. And the last thing I want to say, Oh, I don't know if I'm going to do seasons or episodes. I don't know if it's, this is like the wrap of season one and then next, then, then when I come back, it's going to be season two or if I just continue with like episodes. So I'm kind of, I want your input guys. If you think I should do it by seasons, like this is season one, 15 episodes done and then take a break and do season two. Let me know. Um, I don't know how I want to structure this. So thank you guys so much for listening. The last thing I want to say is I'm so thankful for Lena. She's been with me with all of these episodes, all 15 episodes. You're so ride or die. I could not have done it without you. It's not over, bitch. We have a whole regrouping session to do, rebranding. Are you ready? Okay, she's ready. I'll buy you a margarita. Let's go get our ears pierced. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. To have 15 fucking episodes to today's episode for watching on YouTube. Um, I will be better. I will try not to be a shit show next season or uh, next whatever we're calling it in June. Um, love you guys so much. Please make sure to follow me at Starring Milana, Instagram, Twitter, at Starring Milana on YouTube. Leave um, rating, reviews, thumbs up, whatever. And make sure to share and promote these episodes I really, really would appreciate it so that we can come back with a bang. Love you guys. Talk to you in June.